Here's Dan Schulman, President and Chief Executive Officer at PayPal, on the discussion Prioritizing Small Business in Economic Recovery, sponsored by PayPal. This idea of how can we help our small business customers really rethink their entire strategy for how do they continue going forward when the world has shifted more and more towards digital is something that we're, I think, uniquely able to go and do. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search PayPal. Politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. On this vote... The yeas are 220, the nays are 213, the Build Back Better bill is passed. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's announcement met with cheers from fellow Democrats, including moderates and progressives, who over the course of several months had often sparred over how and when the vote would take place. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and the vote caps a good week for President Biden, who's been dealing with dipping approval ratings amid concerns about rising inflation. Passage of the sweeping nearly $2 trillion bill came just days after the president signed into law the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill that Congress passed the previous week. But there's still a long way to go before this legislation gets to his desk. More on that in a moment. For now, House Democrats are hailing progress on the president's new bill, which many compared to the New Deal. With the passage of the Build Back Better Act, we, this Democratic Congress, are taking our place in the long and honorable heritage of our democracy with legislation that will be the pillar of health and financial security in America. It will be historic and forging landmark progress for our nation. Democrats point to provisions in the legislation like establishing universal pre-K for three and four-year-olds, expanded child care, and extending the child tax credit as just a few of the items that will help American families. But Republicans argue the bill is another example of governmental overreach and wasteful spending that's driving up inflation. Lawmakers went back and forth during the debate. We value American children and parents and are using reconciliation drastically to lower child care costs, provide paid family leave and guarantee access to preschool. Subsidizing the child care of wealthy families isn't building back better, it's building back bankrupt. We say to families everywhere that we will cut your child care costs in half and provide universal pre-K to three and four-year-olds. Stop this madness. Did you not pay attention to the results of the Virginia election just two weeks ago? They said enough of the spending in Washington. The vote had been scheduled to take place on Thursday night, but it was delayed when House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy spoke out against the legislation and a lot more related to the Biden administration and Democrats during a floor speech that lasted a record eight and a half hours until he finally finished at close to 5 a.m. on Friday morning. This evening showed that no matter the time, the day, or the circumstances, House Republicans will always fight for you, fight for your family, and fight for our country. With that, Madam Speaker, I yield back. McCarthy, who wants to become House Speaker, had set out to beat the record of the current Speaker, Nancy Pelosi. She spoke for more than eight hours on the House floor in 2018 to draw attention to the so-called Dreamers and immigration reform. While McCarthy beat her record and received lots of praise from members of the GOP conference, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki was less impressed. 
Well, Kevin McCarthy uh, said a lot of words, a lot of words, I just want to emphasize that, uh, over the course of eight and a half hours. He mused about, he shared his wish that he could have been in Tiananmen Square. Uh, he mused about whether or not Abraham Lincoln was actually assassinated. He shared his uh, hope or his thought or dream, I'm not sure, about picturing America in a swim meet after World War II against every other country. But in eight and a half hours, what he did not talk about was cutting the cost of childcare, cutting the cost of elderly care, what we were going to do around the country to bring more women into the workforce. In the midst of all the developments involving the president's domestic agenda, the House dealt with another issue. For the first time in more than a decade, the House voted to censure one of its members, Arizona Republican Paul Gosar, for posting an animated video on Twitter that depicted him killing New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She called for his censure as the issue was taken up on the House floor. What is so hard what is so hard about saying that this is wrong? For his part, Gosar was unapologetic. I do not espouse violence towards anyone. I never have. It was not my purpose to make anyone upset. Gosar later retweeted the animated video before taking it down again. In the wake of his censure, House Minority Leader McCarthy suggested Republicans might provide political payback to Democrats if the GOP retakes the House next year in the midterms. He also indicated he'd be willing to give Gosar committee assignments, which were stripped as part of the resolution. McCarthy has sought to placate the right flank of the GOP as he tries to lay the groundwork for his possible elevation to Speaker of the House. As for the White House and House Democrats, they've made it over one major legislative hurdle. Now another big one is ahead, the U.S. Senate. It's clear that what the House passed is going to be changed in the upper chamber, where all 50 Democrats need to be on board if the legislation is going to pass and reach the president's desk. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin has made it clear that he has concerns about the cost of the legislation and several provisions, including paid family leave, which was added to the House bill in recent weeks. Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema has her own reservations, and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he still wants the Senate to vote on the bill before Christmas. But lawmakers also have to deal with raising the debt limit and have another deadline approaching in early December when the government runs out of money. Lots of work ahead in the coming weeks, but for now, Congress is taking a holiday break. As the chairman of the House Rules Committee, Massachusetts Congressman Jim McGovern told lawmakers after a key meeting this week. I want to thank everybody, and uh, if I don't see everybody, have a happy Thanksgiving. All right, all right, thank you. Without objection, the committee's adjourned. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples... Temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League.
Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.